keeping an eye on what's happening in your backyard, it's back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And back to On the Beat on Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM, here on this Tuesday afternoon. Appreciate Macy Tetrick from ABC 57 giving us a rundown on the full moon names. Uh, I did not know there was a such thing as a worm moon. Unfortunately, we've already missed it, so we'll have to wait until next year to talk about that more. And uh, on from the weather to the library. Haven't had a chance to catch up with uh, folks over at Delcar Public Library in a couple weeks. Trevor Wenzonka is on the line with us. Trevor, uh, how have things been going? I think the last time you and I talked, you were literally just starting to open your doors to in-person visitors again. Yeah, it's been great, you know, seeing a lot more people uh, being able to come out, come to the library, kind of enjoy, you know, at least a little bite of regular life. Uh, you know, we're still observing all the the health precautions, of course, but, you know, it has been really nice to, to see some of our some of our favorites walk back through the door and, and get them the, the service that they expect uh, in person. What have the conversations been like with people that are coming back uh, as far as, you know, the, they're missing the library? Did they utilize the online resources while the pandemic was going? Yeah. So a lot of folks, you know, they, they do really appreciate and, and we do, too, you know, from our side, you know, that just that interaction, that that face to face. We did see quite an uptick, you know, in our in the use of our online resources. Uh, you know, we saw databases, database use grow. Uh, and those are the types of things that are like uh, ebooks, uh, research materials on up to just strictly entertainment sources, streaming video and things. You know, uh, I want to say that we saw 11, 12 percent across the board uptick in the use of those services last year, which is really great. You know, we we make a lot of that because a lot of people, you know, don't find, you know, find that they have the time to come out to the library physically. Uh, but we can make our resources and services available online. And, you know, it's just such a more convenient way for people to access uh, and yet feel connected to the library. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, I've gone over the website before, and we, we've talked about it in previous interviews. If anyone wants to listen to those, I encourage you to go back and check the podcast. Uh, but you, you put a lot of work into it. Uh, you're also putting a lot of work into the physical locations of the library. How are the uh, projects at Oslo and Concord coming along? They come along pretty well. Uh, and it's uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, and, sorry. And, Cleveland and yeah. Concord. Yes, there you go. That's right. That's a... Um, really well. Uh, I think they're hitting, you know, potentially some of the same snags that, that we see when, you know, we, we go to the home improvement store and just want to get some things to, to work on the house. Uh, you know, some of the materials have kind of been slow coming, you know, supply chain issues, those types of things. Uh, but really, I think we're still on pace and we're going to see some great improvements there, you know, when we can cut the ribbon and welcome people back in at those two places, uh, late summer, early fallish. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, we'll look forward to kind of seeing those. I'm, I'm excited to see what the inside is going to look like because I grew up going to the Dunlap branch and I'm pretty sure that my memory of it from the late 1990s is probably about the exact same way it would have looked before you started construction. That's exactly it. And, you know, I, I think what you see when you walk in, you're going to be really impressed uh, by the fact that, you know, it's just a small addition being put onto the building, but uh, there's going to be just such a, a refresh of the location and it's going to feel like it's so much bigger and, and so many different things that are going to be able to be incorporated out there and yet still have the, the, the same friendly, helpful staff 
you know, that, that people have really come to rely on us for. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. Uh, the big thing that you guys have going right now, and uh, I thought this was interesting, uh, I got the letter in my mail. I'm assuming that most of the people listening to this program, whether they realized it or not, probably got it in theirs. Uh, the Curiosity Index. Tell us about what that is and kind of what the goal is behind uh, asking the community to to tell you what makes them curious. Yeah, so we uh, took on this project. Uh, this was kind of a really good uh uh, COVID project for us because we were able to uh, prepare all of the back-end study questions that we really wanted to dig into. Uh, so this is kind of, people are now just starting to see some of that work that we spent a lot of time on in the last year. Uh, a couple of years ago when we wrote this strategic plan, people really challenged us to uh, really find out more of what it is that the community wanted from us. Uh, what What is it that would make them better in their jobs or, or just bring about more enjoyment of free time? And, and so from that, we created a strategic goal that was just to uh, uh, foster the, the lifelong joy of reading and learning uh, in our community. And, and then as part of that, we developed the Curiosity Index. So the mail that you got, we hope you filled it out and sent it back in uh, and asked a lot of really simple questions, but I think they're also questions that make you think that, you know, what is that, that one question that you've always had, but never asked. And, you know, we kind of back that up with the idea that the library is here to answer that for you. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting going through because I, I, you would get surveys like this all the time, certainly not the, the first city entity or government organization to send out a survey and try and get answers. Um, usually they're not that involved though. You know what I mean? It's, it's some pretty basic stuff. Oh, are you happy with the street that you live on? Check yes or no. Um, I, it was, it was definitely a curiosity index. It was, uh, you know, what are the sort of things that you are most curious about? Like rank and order the way that you would approach this. Uh, the one that stood out to me and I actually had to think about it for a second. Um, Oh, I got to think about this. Uh, out of out of these things, what would you do first? It was, uh, you know, learn about a new task, do a new task, um, watch someone do a task, or would you be interested in in, in just uh, in just jumping into something you're uncomfortable with? I don't remember exactly what the four were, uh, but I looked at that and I'm like, wow, you know, I never really thought about where in my own brain the priorities lie between this sort of stuff, but. It's like it was like a small unconscious decision that I'd make on a daily basis. That now all of a sudden I got to put it down on paper. It was it was very interesting, for sure. And I think that it's information like that that's really going to help us develop better programs. You know, that are uh, geared toward how people are receptive and learning. And and maybe that's you know we take a bite out of uh, tax preparation, but you know along with that maybe it's. Uh, someone giving a presentation, yet over here it's a little bit more of a hands-on experience, um, you know, so that we can cater what it is that we're doing uh, in a way that the community really wants to, to see it done. Well, and I think the the clear part of this that, uh, you know, you guys can walk away from is hopefully you'll be getting just as much input from people who don't use the library, if not more input from people who don't use the library as, as the people who do. Um, you know, you're putting it out there. You know, if you don't use it, tell us why. Tell us what we can do. Uh, and that's not always easy to look back in here. We all kind of have our own little egos and we like to pretend that we do everything right. But to say, what do we do wrong? What can we do better? That's that's uh, that's going to be some valuable feedback for you. 
Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why uh, we decided that we really wanted to uh, do some some really broad marketing of this, to be honest. Uh, we don't tend to do a whole lot of direct mail pieces, but we made sure to hit every door um, that we could, you know, whether it was renter, owner-occupied, you know, whatever that may be, because we, we wanted to... I mean, in the background, reestablish the library, you know, as we begin to open up after COVID, but then also to uh, make ourselves known, kind of introduce ourselves to, to those that haven't been using our services and, and show them a little bit more of what we're about and what we're interested in so that we can start up a conversation with them. It's going to be a lot of data when it's all said and done that you guys are going to have to comb through. How does the process of kind of uh, turning all of that into action work out? Yeah, so uh, we've been uh, in partnership with Then Focus on this. They're a local uh, group that uh, is kind of a startup. Uh, they kind of uh, uh, put together all the, the nuts and bolts in the background. You know, we've worked together to build these questions and things. And uh, they're actually going to, uh, as part of their think tank side, uh, be looking at what these responses are and, and parsing that data for us. Uh, to give us some of these snapshots uh, that, that we're going to find really valuable. And uh, it's going to be a process. We know that, you know, we're, we're excited to have this survey out and uh, see people, you know, engaging with us. And, and we're doing an online component as well as the mail piece. Uh, so we know about how many we've already gotten uh, responses from. Uh, but we know, too, it's going to take about uh, three months or so uh, for for the thinkers to do their job and comb through these numbers and uh, kind of come up with some recommendations for us as to how we can use the data. So I think people are going to, uh, hopefully we've introduced them to the idea. And then when we come back in September ish, you know, to be able to roll out some results, they'll uh, maybe they'll be even curious as to what we found. Yeah. And that's the sort of data just because of the massive scale of it, you know, that's, you could probably be able to rely on that for quite some time to come to say, look, you know, we improved this, we improved this, what was next on the list? Can we, you know, make any improvements here? Uh, as you guys do your kind of yearly wrap ups and are trying to figure things out. Um, you know, I, I, I gotta say that between the online resources that you've, you've been able to expand, uh, in-person resources, the various, um, events that you guys typically hold in a given year, I just, as far as what a library does traditionally of what I, the average person, thinks about in my brain, I'm, I'm kind of wondering what more you guys can do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, and that's, you know, this survey can maybe open our eyes to that, you know, because I think a lot of times, you know, in the same same's true in radio, same's true in a restaurant, mm -hmm. you know, you just, you do your thing and, and you think it's the right thing. And this is just kind of a, you know... A, check in with with folks to make sure that we're still on the same page you know and we're we're doing the the right stuff um you know we entered into this as kind of a three-year idea uh so this won't be the last time people see a survey uh but you're right you know it does depend a lot on on what folks say to us and hopefully we'll look at years two and three and be able to come back and just measure measure our progress see how the community is changing and and be able to adapt and you know, meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. uh, I what's the uh, what's the date that the uh, that it's running through? Because I know people could take the uh, they could take the survey online if perhaps they lost the piece of mail. Yeah, sure. So uh, we've said um, 
I believe it's Friday the 30th uh, is kind of our official cutoff date. I got to tell you, if, if, if you have a few listeners that get in there, maybe uh, don't have time and want to wait until the weekend to check it out, you know, that's going to be okay. We're going to leave the survey mm-hmm. uh, link available for uh, at least probably a week into May to kind of hit up the stragglers. Uh, the, maybe they don't see the info right away and can't act on it when they do. But, um, you know, we're we've been pretty pleased with the response so far. So we're real happy with that. I will tell, tell you that one other incentive, uh, those that fill out the survey, there's a chance to win a $25 Visa gift card out of that. Uh, we'll be, we'll be giving those to 10 curious individuals as, uh, as we roll into May here. Well, that's very nice. Uh, by the way, the, uh, uh link to check it out, myepl.org slash, uh, backslash curiosity, myepl.org backslash curiosity. Only got about a minute and a half here before we get a, before we get to go. I just wanted to ask, uh, events for this year. Uh, how's the planning process coming along? Are you guys starting to look at what you can maybe do in the future with the pandemic potentially finding its way towards the, uh, back end? Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a real hopeful moment, you know, when we can start calling, you know, down some dates for for in-person programs. Uh, we were on a call last week with the health officer. We kind of got some additional guidance from the health department uh, as to what to expect and, and this and that. Uh, one of the exciting things that we're preparing for for summer, uh, we're pairing up with E3 Robotics uh, to do some summer camps here at the downtown location of the library. Uh, E3 is going to be putting those on. We're kind of pairing up with them, uh, offering up some staff and, and hopefully some free books to give away and uh, to all the kids participating. And we think that that's, that's going to be a lot of fun for us because it's going to give our staff the chance to interact even more with kids. Um, and then we're going to also be moving into some outdoor programming as well, uh, making use of the nice weather, you know, the nearby parks and, and our good relationships that we have with the city uh, just to kind of bring people together. And whether it's a, a smaller group or whether we can have another big blowout party, we'll we'll always try to do our best. And uh, appreciate Trevor for jumping on with us. By the way, myepl.org is the website to check out. Also, the Elkhart Public Library Facebook page, very active on there, and uh, lots of resources available as well. Got more coming up as we're finishing up this Tuesday, next on The Beat. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.